0: Welcome to the Christchurch Fox Chapel Podcast. It's the fastest growing conservative, evangelical, charismatic podcast in the entire Fox Chapel area. It's just me and Ben in the studio today. Just, just. You're uh, back from your yes. sick bed
1: yes my case of covid which was really not that
0: not that bad it's great for your voice though thanks i've been working on it deep dulcet baritone sounds yes. of ben hughes th- th-
1: that's what they say
0: well it does sound good
1: thanks i'm trying to talk deeper um well yeah, it's great to be back
0: well no i'm glad you're here so, nice. we had Justin last week. I really enjoyed having him here. I know you know the guy well, and uh
1: yeah uh well did you did you, I take it you inter- introduced him on the podcast and stuff? yeah, and
0: then I did his, which was fun. Oh, yeah, I'm now on his podcast he's he's a super cool guy
1: and just uh happened in to our church on he goes to the Saturday night services, mm. even though he's a pastor because yeah. he's like, I need to worship
0: yeah, um, I love that.
1: I, I think it's cool, and he's like he's like a, he's pretty young too he's like twenty four that's a pretty mature thing for 24. the old, old man. To like do. you
0: at 34,
1: 32. I'm 30. What am I now? I mean, <laughs> something. I think I'm 32, maybe. Yeah. I'm the
0: same age as Lewis Hamilton's number. And I'll probably uh, stay here forever now. So we're one. looking at uh, Luke 4. Mm-hmm. People frantically researching what number Lewis Hamilton races under. They should just uh, know. And uh, we don't need to read the whole of Luke 4, but uh, 60, right? Number 60. How dare you. very dare you. Uh, Luke 4, 44. Luke 4. Yeah. And uh, there's this interaction with, with Satan. It's it's the second of the lies uh, in this passage, though, you know, we found many in here. I think we found about 10 lies in this one passage alone.
1: Yeah, he tends to layer his lies on t- one on top of the other. Mm, um, mm. It, it seems he, he will launch a lie off of a bed of lies. It's yeah. Just a- whole bunch of lies
0: and here's and here's a great one uh we'll actually get two weeks out of this little verse but uh luke 4 uh uh, will begin at verse five i'll read a couple of verses for us and the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him to you i will give all this authority and their glory Mm -hmm. for it has been delivered to me and i give it to whom i will if you then will worship me it will all be yours this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So here's a lie. It's about authority, isn't it, this week? It's about power. Um, and mm-hmm. we've, we've called the lie, you're in control, which is great. I love that. Yeah, I know. Apparently when, um, when you're learning to fly a plane and you've got the pilot and then you, the trainee, yeah. as it's your turn, he says, you have control. And then you have to repeat to him, I have control have control and then he says you have control and so then you know he lets go but uh-huh. it it's an illusion
1: you know i flew a plane once no believe it or not i mean sort of i i uh when i was in high school i had a friend who had his pilot's license here's a great idea high schoolers Uh, go up in a plane with your other high school friend I promise they don't even
0: let teenagers drive a car together Mm -hmm. do they
1: there wasn't even there was not any alcohol or any sort of illicit substances we were just crazy lame but um, I there were two I know right there were joysticks on either side oh yeah um or like the the steering things they almost look like a formula 1 steering steering wheel except more low tech you know right you have a little like handles yoke? on either side a yoke yeah and uh and so he was like all right go ahead we were up in the air and so i i was flying it and i just tried like pushing it forward really fast oh, and the what? plane just dove and then i pulled up again and uh mm. it, yeah and it warped it the airframe the...
0: no okay wow
1: yeah it was okay we didn't crash and Tom, Tom
0: Miller has a flight here. sim and he let me play it and of course the first thing he did was just rammed everything up to max and it just uh-huh. tore the wings off
1: oh really yeah <laughs> naturally
0: and <laughs> just plummeted
1: I wasn't that eager to experiment because my life was on the line but yeah yeah it was, it was pretty great uh, but he, the thing is though like if I really screwed up this is the point of this uh... anecdote uh, that he actually had his his yoke was still engaged yeah so he could just grab it and fix it yeah um and I think that, as I remember, he may have sort of done, done that. Yeah. Uh, but he kind of passed it off as a like casually. But I, he never invited me up on this plane again.
0: And the, and I guess this is the this is the lie of, of the enemy, isn't it? You're in control. It's not true. What he's trying to do is wrest control from from Christ. Mm. Uh, so so here he says, but it does appeal to us, doesn't it? This idea, you know, I'm in control of this thing. I've got it. I can do this.
1: Yeah, he tries to get him to cede the authority that he actually has in order to Mm -hmm. to offer him some sort of authority that's actually not real. That's
0: really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time, which is really fascinating right there. Somehow, I don't know how, but somehow he shows Jesus everything all at once. Yeah. All of the glories of these kingdoms and the authorities and the powers, all of these thrones all over the world, all at once. Summing up of
1: all the power structures and empires and everything. Yeah.
0: He's the devil, I guess. He can, He's got that ability somehow. It's maybe. a really fascinating and mysterious thing. But the devil does reveal to Jesus in some way all of everything that the world has to offer, every power, yeah. all the empires, uh, every every bit of control, all at once. And then he said to, to him, to you, I will give all this authority and the glory. We'll come back to that next week. For it has been delivered to me and I give it to whom I will. Hmm.
1: The the thing that's, I think maybe the temptation here is like, think about how much good you could do with that.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Right. We're always criticizing our president. Oh yeah. Um, no matter who the president is, they're going to get a lot of criticism. T- tons of it. And yeah. implicit in that is like, well, of course we could do better. Uh, mm. If only we were in control, then what are you going to do with all this power? Done. Or, or anybody who thinks like is always is criticizing their boss, or like, oh, I, if I could do that, mm. you know, then if I were in charge, then it would be great. Um, and that's essentially the offer here. Like, you could you could end wars. Yeah, you could um, impose an, an authoritarian government and um, make everything
0: right. Everything great. And it's and so it is a lie, though, ostensibly it's a lie, because it's not true that all of this authority has been given to him. He he might be the ruler of this world, yeah. and uh, he has immense power, but he's actually offering something to, to Jesus that is already his. <laughs> yeah. He's I mean, not offering anything more. He's offering something less.
1: I mean, that's what Jesus says in the Great Commission, right? Matthew 28, mm-hmm. all authority in heaven and, and earth me. has been given to me. So Jesus is... Already got that authority.
0: Yeah, I think our revelation reading has something about it as well. Um what's our text on that? Uh it is Revelation two twenty-five. Oh, I'm on it. Are you? It's a race. I'm there. Revelation two twenty-five. Um through to the end of the bit. Oh, it's actually a little bit further down. Um it's, it says I I myself have received authority from my father. Hmm. Yes, so so Christ, speaking in Revelation, um, says that he's been given authority, yeah, from the Father. So he's already got God's or God the Father's authority. God the Son has God the Father's authority already. And so when Satan's, Satan Satan's slithers up, he, he's offering something that, in a sense, already is Christ's, and 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 slash or at least will be even more so his after the cross.
1: Yeah, here's, this is a question. Like both of these, this account and Matthew twenty-eight, uh, the Great Commission, happen after the cross and resurrection. Yeah, where Jesus has the authority. So maybe this is purely speculation, not the mm-hmm. word of the Lord, the word of Ben. Uh, what if, what if the devil is offering in some ways is uh, all of the mm-hmm. salvation of the world without the cross? Yeah,
0: I think that might be, well be what's going on here. The shortcut. Yeah. Why don't you take the shortcut, avoid the difficulties of the cross. Yeah. Uh and, and have the kingdom without the king.
1: Yeah. That that's what we all that's what we all want.
0: Yeah. And that's uh I think that's Mark Sayers who, who says that. I mean, maybe it's been said many times, but the kingdom without the king. That's essentially what all of these kind of power plays are about. Huh. Yeah. Uh, whatever they may be, in, in this world. Yeah. They're they're in a sense land grabs. By people who who don't submit to the authority of God, mm-hmm. they want they want the good things of the kingdom of God, right? I mean, so so actually, this could be well-meaning, like you said a few moments ago. And you know, I want to I want to bring about healing and prosperity, and I want to bring about you know freedom of information, and I want to yeah. bring about all of these things. Yeah, Um uh, who wouldn't? Who who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, so many so many things start out well, don't they? Well-meaning.
1: Yeah. Do. We we're all I think we have a a do gooder impulse that it's God given, mm-hmm. but we tend to want to go about doing that good without reference to God, and right. that que- clearly turns into something very very ugly very easily.
0: And and all you need to do to get it, according to Satan, is worship him, and then it will all be yours. Huh?
1: What does that what does that mean?
0: What would that look like? Like worship. I don't know. Uh, I mean, in English, worship is linked to the word worship or worthiness. Um, it, in Greek... So,
1: bow down. Is it yeah, proskuneo? I mean,
0: yeah, it is. It literally means kiss the hand.
1: Kiss the hand. So, ah, there it is. Kiss the,
0: kiss the ring. Re, yeah, Revere, definitely. Fall upon your knees. Touch the ground with the forehead. An expression of profound reverence. Kneeling doing homage so
1: he can assent jesus essentially is being asked hey you can you can do all the good in the world you want all you mm-hmm. have to do is exchange the truth that god is good and the the enemy is not
0: and then for a lie right and then you can have all of this a no- authority
1: a noble lie
0: which is power A no yes, yeah 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 this is a good one isn't it this this is you know think of all the good you could do with this yeah Huh. And all, all we need to do is swap places," says Satan. "We'll just trade." <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure Satan would be willing to rule every bit as well as God would. I'm sure he'd be willing to go to the cross for our sins. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure
1: yeah. it would be great. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that is interesting that. The doing of good with the loss of truth is what's mm-hmm. on offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and calling that which is good
0: bad, and that which is bad good. Yeah, that's so clever. Uh, and that, and that's something we see often in in any even in secular society. We see uh, people's ideas of right and wrong flip all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, even a generation ago, some things that were thought of as very very bad are now thought of as very very good. Yeah, and and it's not the first time that's happened in history, and it won't be the last. It happens frequently. I keep this keeps this whole um,
1: account keeps bringing me back to uh, the kind of the narrative surrounding the conversion of Constantine. Mm. Have you ever don't? You're hitting the button. I know it's. Well, I I see it. I've he, got so many choices here. He, he shifts in his seat. He's like, "Here it goes." Church history reference.
0: Oh, I might do crickets. Go on.
1: Uh, so <laughs> Constantine was. Uh, the Roman Empire emperor, right mm-hmm. in like three twenty three, several hundred years. The first few hundred years of the church, um, Christians were brutally persecuted. Uh, they were kind of a weird minority that um, was often hated. You know, Nero blamed them for the fire in Rome and persecuted them mercilessly. Uh, it was not like something that everyone thought, "Hey, this is an up and coming thing," um, but. Uh, uh, what's his name Constantine uh he's on on the battlefield on the of battle and he has uh this this dream um, of a cross and uh and it says and in, in his vision in in his dream it says conquer by this mm. and so uh Constantine i guess ostensibly becomes a christian but the kind of christianity that he's converted to is this sort of like warlord thing where the cross is some is a symbol that is used to um to to like carry out his military might and and conquer the world which is almost nothing like what jesus originally came to the cross for um go ahead (laughs)
0: <laughs> you have been awarded one Mario coin. Oh, thank you. So, in uh, Matthew twenty, Jesus uh, has this experience of the disciples arguing and bickering about who gets to be in charge. Yeah. and uh, you know, I, I want to be, I want to be top disciple, and I want to sit. On these thrones and all this kind of thing, and uh, Jesus called them to Him, which I, I just love that it starts off gently. So this is Matthew twenty twenty uh, five. Matthew twenty twenty five. Jesus called them to Him. So, come on, guys, let's let me let me tell you this. You know that the rulers of the Gentiles, the the, the non Jews, so the non believers, lorded over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave, Mm. even as the Son of Man came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So here's Christ's teaching on the proper use of authority in the kingdom.
1: Mm. take the lowest place.
0: Yeah, Uh, to serve and to give. Yeah, the word "serve" the word uh, appears three times. It's it's ransom. This is a costly giving, and um, contrast to to the authority grabbing, authority exercising, and using of of the Gentiles.
1: Well, the idea of control, right, is to bend the the having the power to bend the will of others mm-hmm. to suit your ends. Mm-hmm. And what Jesus is saying is actually to be great you bend your will toward the needs of others Mm. and their ends. Mm -hmm. It's a total inversion. It's like, according to Jesus, real authority is not having control. Right. It's it's losing control.
0: And And it strikes me that that thing that Jesus is doing in the wilderness in not taking the easy out from Satan, but actually it is a temptation. Uh, he, he's actually preparing himself for this greater giving yet to come. Yeah. A, a much greater sacrifice yet to come, the fulfillment of it, which is the cross. Yeah. And he's already here. I mean, we know we're much later in Matthew, quite late in Matthew's gospel, so we're, we're nearing the cross now, and he's talking about it frequently. "'Whoever would be great among you must be your servant,' really but we know this i mean even secularists would know this right So that the you know the, the great heroes that we celebrate now long after history yeah. are rarely the violent kind of thugs yeah. uh, they're usually noble yeah uh, i mean flawed we talk about winston churchill something like that you know yeah. flawed evidently yeah. crackers con- constantly depressed always drinking getting into scraps with the old ladies doing all sorts of terrible things. Sure.
1: But but they're, they're, the way they exercise their authority is fundamentally others centered. Yeah. Exhausted, um,
0: he poured himself out for Yeah, you know, the world. <laughs> I mean it was very impressive <laughs> yeah. as a leader. Uh, but it's you know, it's nice to look at a historical figure like that and see that he is still revered for all of his flaws. And you know, all the revisionist history and all the books that have been written. Yeah. We've looked at his flaws, but we still revere revere him. Because of what? Because of the way he, he really gave a lot. And yeah. and I think that's often the case, isn't it? I mean, we were just talking, a few of us on, um, from, from the diocese, about the new bishop. Oh, uh, yeah. This was just before he was elected. It's good news. Really pleased with the result. And, yeah, um, you know, it's good stuff. Uh, we were just talking about some of the things a bishop would need to to take office. And, you know, someone said, well, he's going to need a ring. You know, bishops have a ring. And, um, you know, they got this catalogue out of bishop rings, which, you know, yeah. I can't imagine. It's a very, very well-published document. But um, it's like they're $3,500 for, like, the cheap ring. The cheapest ring. And, is the ring. Um, you know, a couple of us are saying, like, really? Is is this what we're going to talk about in 100 years when someone wants to give a sermon about how great the bishop was? Are they, they're gonna, Tell us again about how we spent all this money on a ring. Like, well, he, he was, uh, if I'm...
1: If I'm not mistaken uh he was the guy that was the like the when they had the event here mm. he was the last to leave and was yeah. doing the dishes like with you and like cleaning up
0: totally stuff. this That's is this is job. the this is the story right so we had this this um dog and pony show and the the uh, yes. three candidates got to come uh to our church and and meet the the people who vote the delegates uh and just be interviewed and talk uh, they all spoke really well about Jesus about the gospel uh, about their ministry and they were asked technical questions about leadership and character questions all sorts of all sorts of stuff yeah really good night um but it was hugely stressful I mean these people had been effectively on a 5 day interview it was late at yeah. night they were exhausted um and here, here they go again for the third of three big nights and uh the yeah the, the evening ended and the chairs were all over the place. The lights were all on. The coffee was a mess. And, and I was just cleaning up the sink and the coffee pots and just locking up the building because it's, you know, mine. And uh, I thought everyone had gone home. And in walked Alec. Everyone else had gone. Yeah. With his wife Tamara. and He said, how are you? You look like you're working hard. Do you need any help? Do you have everything you need? Are you okay if uh. I leave now? And... And his instinct was what to check in on me and to yeah. serve, um, and to look after. Yeah, which I thought was really really cool. I mean, that was the point at which I decided I really really wanted him to yeah. be my bishop, uh, because that yeah. was his instinct, and I think that would be how Christ behaved.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's it's not seizing control, but relinquishing it. Um, and yeah, you know in that, in that day, you know, the dude probably wanted to go home and get yeah, some rest and right. have a little bit more control over his time and, and everything like that. Like, but,
0: uh, mm, control over time.
1: Uh, oh yeah. Don't we always want to have that? Oh uh, yeah. I, mean, I I know I do. Like I always, uh, I'm I'll often like uh, my first instinct is like, I want to, I want to like have, oh, yeah have my time according to you know, run according to the calendar that I, and schedule that I've set out.
0: Well, isn't, isn't this the point of the authority offer from Satan is just think what you could do for yourself with this. So, you know, yeah. we've, we've talked a little bit about, you know, oh, yeah, I'll be really noble. I would probably cure cancer mm. and, you know, uh, whatever. But but actually, the, the hook is just uh. think what you could do for yourself. You could have more rest. You could have more fun and all of these things. <laughs> yeah. And it is a lie. We even know, don't we, that, that you know, the more labor-saving devices we have, seemingly, the longer hours we work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, medieval villains toiled all day long in the mud, but basically when it went dark, they went to sleep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they got rest. Um, but there is no rest in Satan's kingdom.
0: No, there's not. Because you're never satisfied.
1: Yeah. It, yeah, you're... You're seeking after your own comfort, but you're never getting. You're actually never getting rest. Right. You're never actually achieving comfort. He doesn't act. He doesn't actually substantively have any comfort or control to offer to anyone. And that's the under. That's the other real lie. Like Satan doesn't have any authority to give to Jesus. Satan doesn't have any control to offer to Jesus. No. Satan doesn't have any comfort. Um. He doesn't have any bread to offer to Jesus. He has nothing. Yeah. It's just like a huckster who's trying to twist a, w- a bunch of words and make it seem like he has some sort of oh, yeah. legitimacy that he doesn't have
0: so in um, in in bristol in england there's uh, there's a zoo it's a really good zoo and uh it but it's in it's in the city there's not much parking around it so uh there's there's a big open area of fields just a short walk up a hill from the zoo yeah and uh this guy, you know, he's always worked the, the parking lot. He's always, his job was always just to manage the parking lot in a sort of high-vis tabard and, you know, a ticket machine. And you go and you park your car and then you go to the zoo, and whatever. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, he, he, he retired and, and disappeared. So uh, the zoo went to the local council, the, well, the city council, and said, you know, hey, uh, you know, your dude retired and, we, you know, this parking lot has been really useful to us. So can you, um, can you provide a new guy? When will you replace him? And the council said, well, we thought he worked for you. <laughs> we were going to ask you the same question. It turns out this guy was just a nobody who put on a bright orange jacket and stood in a field 30 years ago and charged people to park on this land that wasn't even his, to go to a zoo that wasn't even his. And week after week after week... Thousands of people had been and parked on free public open space and paid him for the privilege. Oh, my god! And everybody thought he worked for someone else. And then he just took the money and ran. And no one even knew the guy's name. Like, (laughs) he'd been working this thing his whole life. uh I just kind of think that uh, we've got, um, and then ironically, they had to then employ someone to do it. Um ah. but <laughs> he was onto something. But but here's this idea, you know, of just selling something that doesn't belong to you. Yeah, yeah. Just just the <laughs> cheek pretty, of it.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's great. But I here we've
0: that. got here we've got the enemy, you know, doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let me let me sell you this thing. Well, hang on a minute. Do you have the title to this property before you start selling it? Is it even yours? Hmm. No. Yeah. And let alone what we, he would do with it, what God does it with it is to serve.
1: Yeah. And I think that when we, when we look on the, the brokenness of the world and the things that are unresolved and unfixed still, mm. um, we have to remember that like Jesus was offered the cheap, easy fix. Mm. Um, he was offered automatic control uh, with his authority um but he has chosen this this harder but better way and so there's a certain patience i think that as god's people we need to have uh to recognize that god is at work redeeming everything but uh but it looks it looks different than we thought it would uh you know maybe we we think we could do better sometimes but isn't that what satan was really trying to get jesus to do is think that he could do better than what god had in mind all along so yeah yeah they approve there uh, they are
0: it's been a pleasure good to be back right now there's an elderly parking lot attendant with his feet up in Colombia. listening to los yetis yes, yes. chuckling at our podcast Indeed. This has been a podcast of Christchurch, Fox Chapel. We're really glad that you would join us. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you all again very soon. God bless.